Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. We are pumped to announce that Raise on the Radio has teamed up with Morphogen Nutrition out of Columbus, Ohio. This is a company we have been following for a long time and have used a lot of their products. They literally have everything you need to give your health a boost, whether that be physically or mentally. They have products such as Calm that helps manage stress and anxiety. They have products such as Party, which is a pre-party harm reduction supplement for when you know you're going to have a cocktail or four. They have pre, intra, and post-workout supplements, nootropics, multivitamins, mind and mood-boosting supplements, etc. Best of all, all of their products are GMP certified, manufactured in the USA, and third-party tested so you know you are getting a no BS, scientifically validated, effectively dosed supplement that you never have to question. Just go to MorphogenNutrition.com and use discount code ROTR for 10% off. It is that easy. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to go hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out through email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to raisedontheradiostl.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, do not hesitate to reach out. Now, let's get into this episode. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of this show. I am Cole Brocato. Patrick Blair with me as usual. Dude, we're sitting in limbo right now. We're like in that awkward little stage between Christmas and New Year's. Do you just like completely fuck up your diet between Christmas and New Year's or around this time? Or does it really matter for you? <laughs> the time of the year does not matter. No. It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. It really, no, not for me, no. It really just depends on moods. But uh, I have not this uh, holiday season really fucked up my diet at all. You haven't had like been... five bowls of clam chowder anywhere or anything like that? Nope. 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 <laughs> I had, uh, uh, what day was it? A couple days ago, I had a bacon cheddar dip, but I was using pretzels to dip into it. Okay. So but that's really like, honestly, like. I'm not a big sweets guy, so I yeah. don't have any issues with that. I like savory, dude. I want yeah. fucking, like I said, like pretzels and dip and chips and dip and like fucking pizza and yeah. shit like that. That's yeah. that's my downfall. Yeah. So I've actually been, for the past couple of months, been really good. And, and you know, Halloween, no candy. Christmas, no candy. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, I stuck to it. I like what I, what I call my diet, which is no carbs, no sugars, just proteins and vegetables and thanksgiving it was bland but you know i did it i had uh 
couple pieces of turkey, a couple pieces of ham, and then I did a I made my own salad to take. I ate some of that, had some green beans, called it a day. There you go. What about the traveling situation? I know we talked about it a little bit on Thanksgiving, but as far as Christmas goes, did you have to do like 15 different Christmases for the little kids or? Well, we did two. two? Like we we bad, normally man. on Christmas would do three, meaning we would go to my parents, do Christmas morning, go to my wife's and then go back to my parents to do extended family on my dad's side. But we did not do that this year. Uh, things I won't get into kind of prevented us from doing that. Okay. So, but we did too. It was, it was good. It was good. I mean, I had no puke in the car this time. That's unlike a plus. the last two years. That's a plus. We, uh, I don't know. We normally do like my mom's for breakfast and do like with my close family. And then later in the afternoon, we would go and do like the bigger family one. Uh, this year we were not able to do that because of sickness going around. It's freaking everywhere. Uh, little kids, ha- RSV is going on with little kids in the family. Yeah. There's uh, COVID outbreaks all around oh, and everything else. It's been uh, outbreaks. <laughs> it's been a, uh, it's been fun. So we we haven't really done a whole lot either. I mean, just kind of picking and choosing who we meet up with to do like their gifts and get together for an hour maybe or something. But uh, yeah, it is kind of is what it is, I guess. So you said the word breakfast, and it made me think. I did have one other cheat moment. It was uh, <laughs> Christmas morning. So, dude, my kids, I sort of, God, they they know some, They know something is up, and they're in on it. That's all I'm going to say. But they get up earlier by a couple seconds or minutes every day. And I swear, neither one of these kids likes to sleep in. Neither one of them. And when they do, they're crabby. They're fucking crabby. <laughs> I was the same way growing up, man. I did not sleep in. All my friends growing up was like, sleep till fucking noon. Dude, I was up at six. Right. When I was 13, you know, the primetime adolescent years of like, my body is changing and I'm worn out because of it. So I'm going to sleep in until two. Never. I never slept in. Right. Never. My kids do not sleep in. The Christmas morning, dude, we were up at five. <laughs> But like, not like, oh, you know, up, fuck it, up and at them. Let's go. <laughs> Doing presents by six. So my point of this is uh, we, my wife, the night before, was like, hey, let's do like a, a special Christmas breakfast. And I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? Because I was like, I know I'm, we're going to be up so I can make like a feast if you want. She's like, no, 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 simple, but, but good. And I'm like, what? She goes, let's do cinnamon rolls. And I was like, I don't fucking eat cinnamon rolls, god damn it. But I'll get them. That's fine. We'll do that. Dude, I got some air fryer cinnamon rolls. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I had one. I had one. That was my cheat. I had a cheat moment there. I had one. She's like, you're going to eat that? I'm like, hey, it's Christmas. I got, you know, I'm going to watch you guys eat it and eat fucking tree bark. No, I'm going to have one. <laughs> so, yeah. They okay. were good. They were so good. What does the air fryer you're do differently it. for a cinnamon roll? Than the oven. I don't know. I think it maybe perhaps brings in more moisture, not as dry. I don't know. Okay. I love the air fryer, dude. I do. I do too. Do we so, we do so much in it? Everything. Do you cook steaks? Uh, do you my, cook steaks in your air fryer? No, I've never done that. Dude. And you told me that you did that. You can make I them perfectly in sacrilege. So I, hard. I get it. I, I get it. I can't. You cook steaks one way. 
in a fucking cast iron pan with butter, and that's it. <laughs> okay. People that throw steaks on, steaks on the grill, I'm like, I get it. That's fine. But like, a what kind of what kind of cut of beef is it, right? Two. How are you preparing that fucking thing? Because how do you like your steak? Mid rare, medium. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, right. Right in that zone. Medium rare to medium. So how do you get at that in an air fryer? Do, my wife does it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it, it's. I wonder how many minutes and what temp it would take to get a steak mid rare in an air fryer. You would have to ask her, but she gets it. Pretty and much what kind of every steak time. also? Uh, normally either New York strip or ribeye. You put a ribeye in an air fryer? Yeah. And actually, actually on Christmas night, my parents came up and we cooked steaks and, uh, she did a porterhouse in it and my dad loved it. I was, I was, your air fryer. I mean, big enough for a good size steak. Is it industrial? Like, did you get it from (laughs) restaurant depot? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's cool. I, yeah. I I don't know if I can bring myself to try that, man. If we do steaks at home, it's always in a cast iron skillet, uh, skillet with butter. Okay. And you you let the meat rest. So what I do is I we do mid rare. Uh, so I cook it to a mid rare, let it rest, and then I throw it in the oven at like three seventy five for about three to five minutes. Okay. Depends on what kind of cut of meat it is again. Okay. Um, you, you you don't let your steaks rest, do you? Not really. See, people don't no. normally know this technique. What does it do? So what it's supposed to do, from what I've been told, and again, this is just all internet word of mouth stuff, is it's supposed to preserve the flavor and the fats that the meat has. Um, if you just kind of take it off the grill, take it out of the pan, take it out of the air fryer, however you're cooking it, and just start you know digging into it, none of that sort of moisture that it's built up, anything that it's built up has settled. So you're just, you're wasting it essentially. Okay. That's what I've been told. So I've, I've always, well, we don't eat steak a lot, you know, once or twice a month, maybe. Dang, really? That's it? Yeah, no, I mean, we, we tend to make that sort of like a, well, if we're doing steak, we do like a blowout meal. Gotcha. There's always going to be a salad. There's always going to be two or three sides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we make steak like a special sort of like, this is not a flyby meal. This is like, we've prepared for this type thing. Okay. Might be some red wine, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You got you to do it right, man. You got to do it right. I got you. I got you. So, yeah, you let it rest and uh, then you reheat it. I'm sure you could find... 2000 episodes of the Joe Rogan podcast where he talks about letting his, his meat. Rest. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right after he talked about wolves, uh-huh. he's talking about letting his meat rest anyway. An elk. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. How many, how many minutes have we spent on holiday <laughs> too, talk? Too, probably too many, <laughs> too many. It's cool. Edit. So yep. I want to know, do you, do we talk about this? Is something interesting came up. Did we talk about the show, the act? On this podcast, do you know what I'm talking about? It was on Hulu. It came out maybe pandemic, maybe right before, but it's mm-hmm. about a uh, true story out of Missouri, actually. Mom and daughter, the mom had Munchausen's by proxy, and she made the daughter believe she was really sick when she wasn't. 
lied about her age and the daughter ended up killing the mother. Uh, is this that G- Gypsy? Is that her name? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, Gypsy Rose. No, I would like you to tell me the story, though. I If we talked about it, I don't really remember it. Um, but I, I just, I seen that a bunch of people have been sharing it on social media that she's getting okay. out. So, so the show is actually really, you should watch the show. The show was really great. Okay. The, the, the performances, the cast, like it was outstanding. It was the, the mom was played by, uh, Rosanna, uh, Patricia Arquette. Okay. You know who that is? I know that she's been in a ton of shit. And the girl that played the daughter has been in a bunch of stuff since. And if you saw the girl in like real life and then saw what she looked like in the show, you'd be like, oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> but it was it was really good. But but essentially the story is, is that you know, this mother for years lied to the daughter about being sick. The daughter wasn't sick and put her in a wheelchair, like told her she couldn't have sugar, you know, uh, she was allergic to everything. This and that. So the daughter, through kind of like socialization with the neighborhood and other people and doing her own kind of like independent research, meaning like staying up until four in the morning, eating chocolates until her teeth rotted out. For real. Dang. Uh, found out like, yeah, I think my mom's lying. And then she found out that her mom was lying about her age as well. So the mom made her believe that she was younger than she really was. I think like in the show, she was supposed to be like 12 but she was really 19. Damn. Like stuff like that. So what do you now again? What do you what do you think? I don't know how much was put on for the show, but So what do you think causes that? Is it like a dom is like a dominance thing, or is it like a parent who's so scared of like losing their child at some point? I mean, it's a mental disorder. It's it's a that real they that's man. Hmm. Munchausen's by proxy is what it's called. I mean, it's it's like a mental disorder. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like but, the, um, but there's, there, it's like it's got to be something that causes it, though, right? Like you know, what I'm saying like a, I I'm so scared that I'm going to lose my my child at some point to the re- the world that I've got to make them yeah. need me. Right. Well, from what I've learned from Law and Order SVU, I, I believe <laughs> it's some sort of prior trauma that leads to that. But <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's what they say. I trust okay. them. All right. Yeah. But. But yeah, so, so my point of uh, the reason I bring this up is Gypsy Rose Blanchard got out of prison on Thursday, three thirty a.m. local time on Thursday. Gypsy Rose left Missouri's Chilcoth Correctional Center after serving eighty-five percent of her ten-year sentence for her role in the fatal stabbing of her mother, Claudine D.D. Blanchard, in two thousand fifteen. So she's out. So do we, do we, and so do we, immediately posted a selfie, and her husband pulled up in a Cadillac Escalade. With a Brett the Hitman Hart license plate. Hang on a second. She was married before she went in? I think she got married before she went in. Let me see if this actual article that I have pulled up will tell us. In what the internet is pointing out as, a, as being a grim twist, Blanchard was picked up from prison by her husband, Ryan Scott Anderson, in a car featuring a Hitman Hart license plate. The wrestling theme plate would be innocent enough under any other circumstances, but in this situation... It's led to some hot takes because it says Hitman. Get it? Uh-huh. I know the home that I'm going to is with my husband, and I'm going to have a really supportive family dynamic, Blanchard told people, and I think that's what I've been missing this whole time. Anderson developed a relationship with Blanchard in 2020 after writing her a letter in prison 
and currently works as a special education teacher in Louisiana. Oh, boy. This is going to end well. So they didn't so, know each other before she went in. Correct. He wrote her a letter. But you yeah. said but you said husband. Yeah. So I guess they got married while she was in prison. Is that a thing? Can you do that? Sure. Huh. Okay. In some then. states, yeah. Weird. You think? Yeah, okay. So do uh, let me ask you this. Do we know what led to the murder of her mother? Um like how it ended up being a stabbing? That's I mean that seems like a pretty brutal situation. Okay. So I Again, I'll explain what I, the show told us. Okay. So she met a guy from Wisconsin over the internet. They started having internet sex, you know, and okay. then he finally, she finally was like, hey, come, come down and visit me. Went to somewhere like her mom eventually started letting her out. But this was after the fact, like she got out of the house. She was leaving the house and was trying to see men that she met on the internet and her mom caught her. Okay. So this is after the fact, but her mom started letting her get out of the house again. They went somewhere and the dude came in town and I think it was a little bit downsy. Okay. So she convinced him that he should be the one to do it because she was being held captive. And so when it starts out, the show does a very good job of kind of like pointing out like this guy's like kind of like a normal guy was just trying to get on the internet and, meet somebody and then you kind of find out like oh no this guy's a little bit special special needs perhaps and then in the show she starts realizing this and realizes oh wait i don't want to be confined to my mother anymore i can convince him to put an end to this of course it's a terrible plan they both get caught immediately so did, did the stabbing he... thing i think it was just uh it was it was like sort of like a spontaneous like we're fed up with this type thing so did he end up getting time also, or did... I believe his, so, yeah. He did? Okay. I just wondered if he was somewhat special, if they... Uh, if that well, was a, the show, plea or something. I or... believe, tells us that he did time. Okay. Now, I don't, I don't remember specifically how much. I think she might have gotten more, because I think it was more... I think they determined that it was premeditated by her. Gotcha. And he was just sort of a pawn. Let's watch the trailer for the show. I could have swore we talked about this. It's possible. It, it's it's pretty good, man. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, when I started watching it, I was like, eh, I don't know if this is my deal, but pretty good. All right, so here's the trailer for the act. Show on. It came out like I said, it came out on Hulu. I I can't remember. It'll say date, but I really can't remember if it was uh four years ago. Yeah, so it was like right before the pandemic, I want to say. Oh, yeah, I remember. I know who you're talking about now, that Patricia. Yeah. Mm hmm This is the state's case against Gypsy Rose Blanchard. This girl is a phenomenal actress. She's got paraplegia, epilepsy, heart murmurs, and she's allergic to sugar. Everything I do, I do for her. My mom is my best friend. All she wants to do is keep me safe. Gypsy! Have you been able to confirm the girl's medical history? Which part? Any of it. That's what being a mom is, never being sure you're doing the right thing, but doing it anyway. I'm with the Children's Division of Missouri Social Services. Oh, no. Open. <coughs> Gypsy's got the 
mind of a seven-year-old. How old are you? Oh, she's 15, born in 1995. I thought you said I was born in 1993. I'm just going to ask you a few questions, all right? Can you read? Do you love me? Sooner or later, everybody knows everything about everyone. Gypsy Rose Blanchard, how do you plead? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, pretty good, man. It was, like I said, the cast is really good. And it's it's one of those, it's like so cringe the entire time. You just want to, you just want to smack everybody. You're just like, ah, be normal, but <laughs> be normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be normal. But it's, uh, it's good. So this is random, but like, as you were saying it, I would, the lyrics were hitting me. So there's a, an Eminem song where he talks about that. He's a victim of Munchausen syndrome from his mom. That's surprising. That's what? Uh, that he says that and that that might be true. What? <laughs> Nothing. What, Stan? What? Just tell me. Nothing. I just, like, as you were saying it, like, it, it what was... What song al- is it? It was almost word for word with the lyrics. Um, okay. Here's the real Gypsy Rose. Can you see that? Yep. Yeah. But apparently she took a selfie. Like, here, here's the thing. You get out of prison for killing your mother and, like, I, what's the what's the time limit you should be waiting to take a selfie after getting out of prison uh, for murdering your mother? Well, well it, a, it's, a it's solid. Fu- it's funny that you asked that because didn't that guy that escaped from prison like not too long ago? That was one of the things he did while he was out was he took a selfie with somebody and it Ooh, got posted on social about? media. Um. Oh man. He he. Uh, no, it was it was the guy that escaped from the hospital in Missouri. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that guy wasn't the most intelligent. I know. Human being. I know, but I'm saying he still like that's one of the first. That's one of the things he did while he was out. On top yeah. of the fact that he like applied for a job at a gas station. And, no, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> you, did we not talk about uh, that? <laughs> that's funny. So. <laughs> All right. You don't know what Eminem song it was? Um, no, give me two seconds here. That I'm sorry, Mama. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make cleaning out my closet. One of his biggest songs. Really? Yeah. You know, you know the song you know I'm talking which, about. Yeah, I know that song. Which verse is it in? I, I I don't know for sure. All right, so I have the lyrics pulled up. Does he actually say the words Munchausen? Yes. Wow. Oh yeah. Going through public housing systems, victim of Munchausen syndrome. Wow. My whole life I was made to believe I was sick when I wasn't. It's in verse three, so. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, dude, this song. I haven't listened to this song in so long. This record is dissing. All right, so this, it's I came in in the right spot. Yeah. All right, here we go. So Eminem is a victim of the same thing. Maybe there should have been a show made about his life. But put yourself in my position. Just try to envision witnessing your mama popping prescription pills in the kitchen, bitching that someone's always going through a person. Shit's missing, going through public housing systems. Victim of Munchausen syndrome. My whole life I was made to believe I was sick when I wasn't till I grew up. Now I blew up. It makes you sick to your stomach, doesn't it? Wasn't it the reason you made that CD for me? Ma, so you could try to justify the way you treated me? Ma, but guess what? what? You're getting older now when it's cold when you're lonely and Nathan. Growing up so quick, he's gonna know that you're phony And Haley's getting so big now You just see her, she's beautiful But you'll never see her She won't even be at your funeral See what hurts me the most is you won't admit you was wrong Bitch, do your song Keep telling yourself that you was a mom But how dare you try to take what you didn't help me to get You selfish bitch, I hope you fucking burn in hell for this shit Remember when Ronnie died and you said you wished it was me? Well guess what, I am dead Dead to you as can be I'm sorry, mama Okay, he's a he's a little angry back then, right? I I think he's still angry, bro. I don't know if that. <laughs> you don't think ever it ever changed. cleared up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that he's ever cleaned out his closet, <laughs> if you will. Uh, that's a decent song. That's always a song that I did mine from him. I don't like when he sings, but that whole record's weird. Um. Is so which one is that the Eminem show? So is that with like uh I think they had like I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real shady. Oh, you are the Slim Shady no. just is, is that it? Or is it uh I think after it, that? Uh I think it's before that. Or no, after. Really? I think. Hang on, let me see. After. Okay. Uh let's see. So I had like Square Dance, Say Goodbye to Hollywood, Sing for the Moment, I, Superman. Oh yeah, so that was after that. Uh Till I Collapse yeah, yeah, yeah. was on there. I don't know any of the I any of those songs. I know one of the ones you said it was, sounds familiar, but so that was O two. So the one you're talking about was two thousand. Okay, which was the real Slim Shady, the way I am, Marshall Mathers, okay. all that good stuff. Which was even darker. Well, while we're on, huh? So which was even an even darker album? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he's ever been dark to me. I think he's always been kind of a poser. But you think? I'm I'm starting to take a turn on Eminem, to be honest with you. Um, and this is due to one of my many rabbit holes that I like to go down. But do you remember when I talked about uh, how he said that one of his favorite rappers is Tretch? Yeah. Yeah, man. So it, it forced me to start watching interviews of him talking about hip hop. And I know everyone always said this about him and. But he really is like a scholar and like really like a fucking connoisseur of the genre and of the music. And I really do appreciate that, man. And I'm not saying that other people are not. But for him to be considered, A, the greatest white rapper of all time, by most people's standards, right? I don't know that any other, you know, I would say that the majority of people would call him that, right? Okay. Who who would you put in front of him? I mean, you and I would be like, well, I like Aesop, but who the fuck knows who Aesop is? Nobody. Right. So like the best white rapper of all time. And then one of the, I mean, a lot of people consider him the goat. Yeah. So 
what I expect out of that is to be is if her to be someone who is well informed, you know, of of what they're doing. But I mean, but then again, on people. he didn't really have a choice. I mean, he doesn't have to. He well, I know. Let but me be very clear. What I'm saying is, he didn't really he didn't really have a choice because look where he came in. I mean, he came in with some of the goats of hip hop, Dre and Snoop and. I would call it the the golden age of hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time that he's putting out records, you have DMX putting out records. You have Busta Rhymes putting out records. You have Jay Z putting out records. Nas, you know, Most Def, Talib Kweli, all of these fucking insanely talented MCs are putting out records. Yeah. And I just named five that just top of the head. Like you know, we could sit here and think about it and talk about. It. So. While I do hate on him, I do, 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 do want to make it very clear that I do respect the fuck out of him. And uh, and I'm starting to more, man. Like, when I, I watched this one interview, he did one with Ice-T for some documentary, and then he did one with, the dude's name is escaping me, but it's a very well-known sort of interview show for hip-hop. And they were just talking about you know, MCs that inspire them or whatever. And he brought up Tretch again and he fucking, he recited Yoke the Joker, like line for line, word for word, syllable for syllable. And I just, I just like, fuck me. I'm going to have to start liking Eminem. <laughs> like I'm, this is, so it's going to make, what it's eventually going to do is make me go down like a musical rabbit hole for him. I know I, I the fe- earlier hits I, and stuff. but I feel like, you can listen to every record and you're going to find a couple of songs that you I mean I'm sure you will like and and it's because of the formula that you always say you have to put together to be successful and dude he has he has songs that are just off the wall and dumb but yeah. they're but that are catchy and I don't know I I I'm not I'm not a giant fan of every single song that he puts out but I He's one of those that has at least probably three or four pretty good songs off of each record that he puts out, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he so he's had a couple of songs that I like. I mean, Guilty Conscience off the first record is a great song, like a great hip hop song. And then, you know, the fucking I sit back with this pack of zigzags and this bag of this weed that gives me, you know, whatever the I am, whatever you that that's that shit's dope. That's a good song. I mean, that's a good. That's a good fucking song. You know, I, I can appreciate it, but he just gets too just too into himself for me sometimes. The the but, weird the weird thing is watching the dynamic of him from record to record too, because and he even names the records based off of like where he's at in his life. Like he's sure. got a record called Relapse and you know, right. it's basically his up and down with drug problems and stuff. And dude, like his first uh not Eminem show, was it Encore? Dude, that is the weirdest yeah. record ever. Like he has one song where he's talking about shoving a gerbil up your ass and letting it run around. It is the well, that was we- Richard Gear. Well, that was the story. Um, but still, that it, it's just that he he was completely off the walls on that record. Yeah, what was on this record? Let me see. Which one? Encore. Um, the Yellow Brick Road song was pretty good, though. You would probably know that one. Maybe. 
Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. He just put out one, I think, this year too. Maybe last year. Yeah. See, this is at the point where I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't listen to Eminem. So I, I was out at this point. Like toy so, not, like toy soldiers was a big song. But yeah, that was the point where I was like, yeah, I, you know, essentially it is what it is, and uh, you know, but I'm starting to get more of an appreciation. So we'll see. Maybe two months from now, I'll be a stan. While we're on hip hop, uh, something that I've been curious to know when the fuck is it going to drop is new Lil Dicky. And this came up in my algorithm, and I was super excited to listen to it. But did but were you expecting something new when that came well, up? Because you knew you knew it was from the show, right? Well, that's what I mean. Okay, I thought that there was this just library of music from the show that we never really got to hear fully. And there probably is. There is. There. I mean, there is. Yeah. That's that's my point. And I, I, to be honest with you, thought that some of the music, or probably most of the music from the show, is better than anything that he's put out. So I was kind of like, hey. So say, so say he was going to do this. this? Let, say he's going to put out music for the entire show. Say he's going to put out a whole record for music that he did on the show. The Brad Pitt, the one with Brad Pitt has to be the last one, right? 100%. That you release? <laughs> the last yeah. single? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. Which, that's still one of the best episodes of any television show. That's pretty nuts. Ever. Ever. Uh, but he released the single and video for Mr. McAdams from the show. And I can't believe, to be, uh, to be honest with you, I don't, what has taken so long? It's been, it's been a minute. When, when was the last time you seen her in something besides this? I, it seems like I haven't seen her name much. Um, she was in True Detective, and I think that's the last thing that I've seen her in. Hang on, what is that? What is Peanuth is Coming? Is that a... That's his that, CD. That's the record? That's his record. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know this. Okay. And that's actually what he called it in the show. So, so, so hang on. I, again, am, am I, I feel like I, there's a lot of delay to this, but... Am hey, I not understanding whatever. this? Am I behind this? Like, is there actually a record coming out with all the music from the show? Is that what this Peanuth is? Uh, maybe that and plus new songs that we didn't hear. I would hope so. Okay. Yeah. So for those that don't know, in the show, Dave, in the last episode, right? Well, yeah, was last it? episode because it had was Brad Pitt. They showed him filming a music video for this song called Mr. McAdams, which yeah, is yeah. about him <laughs> marrying Rachel McAdams. And it's really good. Here it is. You don't even care about me Tell me why I care about you This ain't the movie God, she is hot Like, every time <laughs> I don't know what it is But I think that you're the one Rachel, let me be your Mr. McAdams Rachel, they gon' call me Mr. McAdams I take your name, girl, facts It's insanely far-fetched I ain't playing why you think I've been rapping To be Mr. McAdams, say yeah. Don't lie to me, don't lie to me, don't lie You think I'm fucking sick You think I lost my shit You think I'm weird AF But that endearing freckle up on your chin is too much I got a freckle on my face too I know you've dated Taylor Kitsch and I know you've seen Ryan Gosling's dick 
So this is essentially the video from the show, but they didn't show the whole music video, right? I don't. Or am I crazy? Remember, the song's two minutes and thirty nine seconds. Did they actually show that much of it? I don't know. We'll keep going. I'm also just talking so that we don't get pulled from YouTube <laughs> when we import. <laughs> so here, anyway. <laughs> I take your name, girl, fast. It's insanely far fetched. I ain't playing why you think I've been rapping to be Mr. McAdams. Say yes. Are you a blonde or brunette? You pull them both off like socks in a bed. Notebook, even had a little bit of red. I don't know why I'm telling you about your hair. You would know best you was there as your hair. Girl, like a fest that I suck dick. Not suck dick like Gabe's head. I'm just bad at doing this shit. Girl, just let me prove that I am. Heard you're five foot four. I bet you ain't even know that's my ideal height. I'm six foot. Yeah, five eleven. I'm five ten. Friends say I'm funny. And I got fans too, so I can relate to this being off putting. But I just know you'd like what I could give. Imagine guac without no chips. Imagine me up at your door. Out of nowhere, what would you say? What would we do? Probably be weird. Too much build up, too much press. Or maybe we would fight like rabbits. Maybe I'm your bread. This is gonna sound really weird, but I'm gonna say it because it's what I was thinking. Um, I like the fact that she hasn't fucked up her face yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> but something tells me she won't. If she has it by now, she probably won't. Yeah. Some... She looks her age. She looks like she's aging, but doesn't look old. It looks good. It's hot to me yeah. that she hasn't fucked with her face. <laughs> anyway. Something something, something I was uh -huh. just thinking about, about Lil Dicky's music. When something is catchy, like when I listen to a song... I've I've always really liked knowing the lyrics to songs and being able, like, especially when it comes to rap and hip hop, like, I don't know, it's been like a goal of mine to be able to actually learn the words, especially when they're, you know, kind of fast. Um, the, with Lil Dicky, it's like, it's really catchy, but I don't want to learn the words. I, I don't care to know the words because if I, if I catch myself singing this stuff, it's just like, there's no point in knowing any of this. <laughs> Like, it's just random, <laughs> random yeah. shit. Do you know what I'm saying? I, that sounds a really dumb explanation of it, but... I do, but at the same time, is it any less mindless than, like, a guy who takes himself seriously and talks about, you know, being serious? You know what I mean? Uh, well, let's go back. Let's example? go back a few bars here. Huh? So do you have an example of what you're talking about as far as somebody be taking well, himself Well, like a guy, like, fucking... I don't know. Uh, Drake, for instance. Okay. You know, I think for the most part, people consider him to be like a sort of a serious, well, not for the most part, people do consider him to be like a serious MC who, you know, is, is really talented and spits bars and this and that. And he talks about this and he talks about that and he's got wordplay and blah, 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 blah. But is that any better than the wordplay that he uses here? Like, check this out. Imagine me up at your door out of nowhere. What would you say? What would we do? Probably be weird. Too much build up, too much press. Or maybe we would fight like rabbits. Maybe I'm your Brad Pitt. Fuck Brad Pitt, don't think about him. I'm Mr. McAdams. <laughs> so, you know what I really liked about that is the, the whole like holding out the press into the next line. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything, but at the same time, it's clever. 
right it's 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 good vocal wordplay it's like it's making something out of nothing that type of thing so it's like is that any less interesting or impressive than a fucking hot drake verse i don't know i'm also not a fan of drake so maybe that's why i used him (laughs) him as an example but you know you get what i'm saying though right like it's just uh the but, li- I, but the, I also the, know the, what you're saying. Like, if I learn why... You, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Sorry, go ahead. I was saying the, the little things impress you, and they do me too. Like it, um, Just like a couple episodes ago, we played a song from Dax. And right. there's a part in the song where he is describing what the beat behind him is doing. And then like he brings it down, and then as the beat's coming back up, he brings it back up with it. Like that, that kind of stuff for most people may not mean anything, but for me, it's like, that's like pretty impressive that you can include that in a song that you're pretty much going 90 to nothing in. Yeah. So do you, have you like tried to learn the lyrics of like thuggish, ruggish bone or a song like that? That's a little, a little, I I, I don't know. It's a little careful. Yeah. It's no careful with what you say right now. I don't know. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I'm I'm just saying it's, I don't know. It. You want to know I, a fun fact no. about that song? I guess song? no. Want to know a fun fact about Thuggish Ruggish Bone? I'm listening. Widely considered one of the best sort of debuts for a hip hop group, and one of the best, uh, you know, as far as like every person on the song sort of getting off. Zero curse words in it. That that's why it's impressive. To me, for that okay. time period, okay, to not have one of your not one single person used one curse word, I, impressive to me. Hmm. Okay, are you talking about mainly because of the genre? Uh, time period. I think more than anything. Okay, I think you'll get guys more now trying to kind of like challenge themselves to like be a little bit cleaner, but still you know, get off on what people consider to be like a lyrical type verse. But I think if we end the show on thuggish, ruggish bone, it's a win to me. Yeah. Let's do you do want that, to do that? We definitely or did you have something else you no, want to talk we can about? Do that. We definitely did not hit our 30 minute mark like we wanted to, but that's okay. Oh, well let's keep going. We'll just do this and see where we go. <laughs> no, well let's end with thuggish, ruggish bone. Okay. Hey, speaking of that, have you ever heard anything about bones? How, how he's doing? Who? Wasn't it? Who was the one? Who was the one that was? Oh, they, crazy, crazy! Oh, that bone. was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've not heard. Let's okay. look that up because that's now that you've said it. Uh, that was October third. Crazy Bones' outlook was grim. During hospital stay, didn't know if I was going to make it. September. I was up late playing Xbox one night, and I coughed, and something came up that didn't feel like usual phlegm. Oh boy. He's 50. God. Man, I'm getting old. Crazy bonus 50. <laughs> when I spit it out, it was nothing but blood. Although initially clean, cleared up, the blood returned. So he headed to the emergency room at the insistence of his wife. They gave me little bags that I was coughing the blood in. By the time they came back to the room, I had to use three bags. Eesh. Uh, doctors told him in advance that he had put me in or see what, uh, what did he have? Four days and the bleeding finally stopped. Kept him intubated for another six days. Goddamn. He was there 10 days. 
His lungs are strong enough on their own. They opted to put him on preventative medication to avoid his arteries rupturing. Oh, so he had a ruptured artery? I, God. But that was saying, scroll scroll back up real quick. Oh. Oh. Sarco, sarcoidesis? I terrible. Defines as a fungal ball that can get bigger and block the sinuses, and it may be related to sarcoidesis. It's the growth of inflammatory cells, which are known as granulomas, and most often affects the lungs. Damn. So anyway, so are we getting anything like, is he out? Yeah, he's out. Because everything kept saying they didn't know if he was going to make it kind of thing, but yeah, I mean, Uh, he's out? This was updated on the 15th of this month, so he's out. He's good. Good deal. All right. It's good to hear. No shit. To be clear, I brought this up. You do know this song, right? Absolutely. All right. I thought we weren't going to be friends anymore for a minute. Okay. I think the craziest thing about this, too, is that they were kids when this came out and like kind of like took the industry by storm like 18 19 or younger yeah actual actual kids yeah and they had the you know the they were on ruthless so easy kind of took them under his wing so like in the industry if you will they were a big deal so that so so their their break came from easy e basically uh, from all I've ever known about it, yeah. I okay. mean, he discovered them, he put them out, he signed them, he, you know, yeah. I mean, he was the driving force behind them. Nice. Okay. And to this day, I think, like, other than uh, the girl group that put out that record before um, NWA, I mean, they're most, they're the only ruthless artist other than those two. So, really? To my knowledge, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, was let's look that up real quick so I don't sound like an asshole. <laughs> let's see here. Bone, MC Ren. Okay, so they did have MC Ren, which makes sense now that I think about it. So they had Easy put out a record on there, NWA. JJ Fad was the girl group, Dr. Dre, the DOC. So the DOC put out record. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a ton of artists, but I, to be honest with you, I've never heard. Oh, Hobson. Hobson was on Ruthless. You know who Hobson is? The Christian rapper? Uh, I think I've heard him before. You probably have. Uh, so, I mean, there's a, quite a few artists here, but I mean, none that really, nobody's But still, that was, that was 09. I mean, are they still, I wonder who's with them now. I don't know that they're still in existence. Oh, they're not a record? They're not a label anymore? No. And Easy es daughter and I are friends on Instagram. Well, look at you. Believe it or not. I don't remember exactly how that happened, but it happened. Anyway.
six feet. Gotta put them under. Do you have a favorite? Gotta make that money. Uh, crazy. Crazy. Okay. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Okay. I think like growing up, which this was seriously like everyone I knew, this was our favorite fucking group. I think I think for a lot of people it was lazy, but yeah, for me it's crazy. Okay. Haven. Uh, yeah, crazy. But not a curse word yet. Also, we're going to have to write Crazy a letter for this picture we're looking at here. He's wearing a Cincinnati Reds hat. And they're from <laughs> Cleveland. That is a huge problem with me. Um, it's kind of weird, too. It like, it like pops more than anything. It's the it only does thing pop. It does pop. It bothers me. Huh. We're going to have to weird. figure this out. There you go. Yep. Bone thugs. Well, all is well with the world. Crazy's good. It's all you can ask for. Yep. I mean, what better way to bring in 2024 than knowing that crazy is going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>